Hi, it's me, Bowen Yang. Season two of the Audible original Hot White Heist is out now, only on Audible. So when you're ready for another romp, go to audible.com slash second coming and sign up for a free trial. If you'd like to leave a message, press one. Hey team, Judy here, feeling much better after a good night's sleep. Thought I'd send you all a voice message because it seems safer than email, I guess. Anyway, I don't think this message will self-destruct, but please delete it when you're done listening, okay? Time is of the essence, so we need to meet up and go over the plan I've put together. Oh, you've put together. With Jack. The plan I've put together with Jack, if you'd let me finish. I'm sending you a pin. The location of a cabin in the woods near Seattle. Get there ASAP. Sam and Ben, you'll be driving since we need your car, so you'd better get a move on. Did you leave instructions for the dog sitters? Sure did. Oh, are you driving? I figure we could trade off. Sure, just... What? You know you have kind of a heavy foot, right, hon? Tell you what, whoever's driving gets to talk, so for the next five hours, you're done. Eve, we were gonna Google around to find you a cheap flight, but you, like, live on the internet, so I'm sure you can get to SeaTac yourself. And will you be checking any bags, miss? Graham. Eve Graham. No. Do you have a window seat available by any chance? I'm afraid we don't. Why don't you check... again? Well, would you look at that? It appears one just opened up. Imagine that. I think it's best if we don't all travel together, so Toby will be flying with me and Jack. Flight attendant, please prepare for takeoff. So wait, if you were born on the compound, or whatever, how do you know you're actually gay? Of course I'm gay. Everyone in Clito is gay. Well, but that's not really how it works. Toby, just let it go. I mean, look, if you're straight, that is fine. Some of my best friends are straight. I am not straight. I was bluffing. None of my best friends are straight. <laughs> that's it, I think. See you all soon, and like, I don't know, wear something cute. This place is adorable. Is that a load-bearing column, or is it just decorative, hon? You know what it actually is? I logged into the Wi-Fi, but it's not secure, so I'm setting up a... Everything is just about ready. If you people want to sit down and shut the fuck up, maybe before the stuff gets cold. How do you know Judy? Oh, it's a long story. <laughs> I spent it's not a long story at all. Eve, would you help me bring this out to the table? I'm a little busy. Oh, well, smell you, Nancy Drew. <clears throat> I guess, um... Thank you all for joining me at this remote cabin to prepare for this, like, federal crime or whatever. Jesus. Anytime, buddy. Well, that, but also never again. Right, for sure. And thanks to Toby for cooking for everyone. Oh, it's so entirely my pleasure. And also, I hope that none of you have any dietary restrictions, because I didn't account for any. After dinner, we're going to adjourn to the living room to go over the plan for tomorrow, so don't drink too much unless it helps you think better. Would somebody like to say Grace Jones before we eat? Grace, Grace Jones. Grace Jones. Jones. Amen. I don't, I don't know. Interior, the living room. An hour later. What are you talking about? A queen likes to announce herself on occasion. Does she not? Wow. We turn the whole living room into our little planning HQ. 
This is quite a setup. I know, right? What can I say? I like model trains. Jack, you put this whole thing together yourself? I helped. That's correct. All by myself. The detail is impressive. Obsessive. I really like model trains, and I figured it would help everyone to visualize the plan, you know? Jack and I put together this model and accompanying PowerPoint to walk you through the plan for tomorrow. Each of us will be represented by one of these Monopoly game pieces. I'm the top hat. Ben is the thimble. Toby is... I'd really rather be the thimble, uh, if that's all right with everyone. That's fine with me, babe. So, Jack, I'll be the thimble. Is one of us supposed to be the dog in this scenario? You are the dog. I'm the dog? Toby, that's not the point. I am the dog. Dogs are very loyal. We have four. Do you want to see? Not even a little bit. I'm a cat person. Unfortunately, there's not a cat. But there is a battleship, I think. Queer people, focus up. Sorry. That's a different board game entirely. First things first. We won't all be together on the train, so we'll keep in touch using these. Discreet earpieces. On, off. So we can talk during the, you know, proceedings. We'll be split up into two groups, Unit A and Unit B. Unit A is me, Jack, Toby, and Eve. We'll be waiting aboard the train as it leaves King Street Station in Seattle. Unit B is Sam and Ben in the van, and they'll be leaving straight from here in the morning so they should arrive at our destination in the Bay Area right about when the train pulls in. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the Stellar Coastline train is scheduled to depart. Intel from Clito indicates that two federal agents will be boarding the train along with a briefcase. Not just any briefcase. It's been fitted with special cooling technology to ensure that the six vials of genetic material we need are kept at optimal temperature, which, in case you're wondering, is very cold, about negative 200 degrees Celsius. Hey, point of order, come. Just call it come. Gross, Toby. I'm sorry, but that's what it is. Better than saying jizz? Oh, absolutely. Jizz is for straight people. Where do we stand on nut? As a verb or a noun? Anyway. The briefcase requires a six-digit passcode to open. The passcode is dynamic, and it changes every 30 minutes, at which point it's texted from the briefcase itself securely to the agent carrying the case. The briefcase can send text messages? It's a smart briefcase. Clever. No, smart. Why two agents for one briefcase? We don't know. Added security, probably, though it's possible they'll be trading off possession of the case. We've identified the two sleeper cars that the agents will be using from a passenger manifest Eve has obtained. You can see those on the train layout map here and here. The bar car is here, directly between the two sleeper cars. Using data mined from the agent's health trackers, Eve has determined that they'll most likely visit the bar sometime between 4 and 7 p.m., where they will be served whatever they order. Either a vodka soda or a dirty gin martini. So at least one of them is gay. You can't tell whether someone is gay based on what they order at a bar. You can't. Fine. What drinks are gay? Vodka soda, whiskey soda, gin and soda. Tequila soda. Tequila soda, definitely. So just a lot of soda, really? I like an oat milk white Russian. I rest my case. Whatever the order is, it'll be mixed with this, a non-lethal sleeping agent. Sorry, we're dosing the agents with an agent? Yes. That's confusing. Yeah, I don't mean to be a pill about the drugs, but that's really baking my beans, honestly. Okay, you're not even on the train, Ben. Calm down. Practical consideration here, but how are we slipping the agent to the agent? Great question. We're not doing that, Toby. You are. Tonight, you'll sew a trained bartender outfit for yourself 
patterned off specs that Jack has obtained, and you'll be manning the bar. Womaning the bar? As I will be assuming my bartender persona, Cosima Politan. Brush up on your mixology. We only got one dose of the sleeping agent, so you've got to make that drink count. How come we only have one dose? Do you know where to get two doses of a tasteless, odorless, weapons-grade barbiturate on 24 hours notice? Copy that. That sounds legit, right? Copy that. The drug should take effect within two hours and manifest subtly enough that it'll just seem like regular old exhaustion. And what happens to the actual train bartender? Let me worry about that. Okay, but can you be like 30% more specific? I can make sure the actual bartender's alarm doesn't go off tomorrow morning and his Prius doesn't start. You're really kind of spooky, you know that? Yes. Once the agent has gone to sleep, Eve will generate and print a key card that will provide access to the agent's sleeping car, which she'll hand off to me. Then we wait. Based on more health tracker information, we know when each agent will be in the deepest phase of their sleep cycle, the slow wave phase. Wow. You can get all that just from, like, a phone? I can get all that from a Fitbit. You don't even want to know what I can get from a phone. Seems like Eve is doing a lot of the heavy lifting here. Look, I'll hack whatever you want me to hack, but I'm not getting physically involved. I'm hands off. Way off. My fingerprints aren't going to be anywhere near that briefcase. When the agent is at the deepest point in his sleep cycle, Judy will quietly enter the sleeper car. Eve will obtain the most recent passcode for the briefcase and read it to Judy, who will open the case Extract all six files and replace them with these. What are those? These are dummy vials, weighted to feel exactly the same as the actual genetic material. Come, nut, spunk. Ew. And what's in there exactly that you're so sure it'll have the same, you know, heft as the real thing? I don't want to talk about it. Having swapped out the goods for the dummy vials, Judy will exit the sleeper car and deposit the actual samples into an ice bucket, which Toby will conveniently be walking by with at exactly that moment. Copy that. You're going to have to stop saying that, Toby. Copy that. The train's next stop will be two hours away. So all we have to do is lay low until we disembark. Assuming we're on schedule, the samples should be fine in the ice bucket for the time being. At which point, Sam and Ben, our Unit B, will be waiting for us in their van. Hey, quick question. Why are we Unit B? Is it because we're bi? Like LGB? Oh, that really fruits my loops. No, it's because everyone else is Unit A, and that's just, like, the alphabet. You can be Unit A if you want. Can we not with this right now? Actually, that would be great. No, sorry, that is ridiculous. We are Unit A. I agree. I've really gotten into this Unit A vibe, to be honest. Doesn't matter what unit you're in, it's just late. Labels, they're completely arbitrary. Labels do actually matter, Judy. Could we be Unit C? But then who's Unit B? Do we need to have a Unit B? It, it seems like Unit B is just causing a lot of drama. That's a great point, honey. Thank you, babe. We can't have Unit A and Unit C without having Unit B. It doesn't make any sense. We're queering the idea of alphabetical order, and I kind of love that for us. I'll be Unit B. You're not a unit. You're a person. But I'm not getting off the train with the rest of you. Okay, fine. Fine. Sam and Ben, Unit C will be waiting for us at the train station. Unit A will get in the car, transfer the hot loads from the ice bucket into a special cold storage device. Wait, why are the loads hot all of a sudden? Hot in the sense that they're stolen. It's a figure of speech. Oh, right. Cool. They're in the cold storage device, and we drive to meet our contact for the drop-off. Unit B, which is just Jack, 
will stay on the train to ensure that the agents with the briefcase don't suspect anything. Who's our contact? It doesn't matter. My aunt. <laughs> oh my god, work, auntie! Anyway, that's the plan. Oh, and one more thing. If things go sideways, if something gets unfixably fucked, we call abort and meet back here ASAP. And we do that by using our secret word. Which is cartography. Cartography, for some reason. I like trains and I like maps. I believe the phrase that you used was, let me live. Very good. Any questions? <clears throat> Does anybody have a pillow I can Any questions that don't have to do with the labeling of our units or how to make a martini? Great. Get some rest, everyone. We're doing this for real tomorrow. Without a net, so... Wait, who's a net? Get to work, Toby. Copy that. What's up, sister? Just checking in. How's the sewing going? Oh, this shit is easy. Did you see my Halloween outfit last year? I went as six Russian nesting dolls. I was inside of myself. Oh, I remember. Half of Bushwick was green with envy. Thank you for doing this, Toby. Oh, please. It's an honor just to be nominated. Besides, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for the money, honey. Oh, what? Are you trying to adopt, too? Oh, fuck no. I'm going to buy my own club. Call it Surrender Dorothy. Nothing fancy, just a quiet little corner in South Brooklyn where I can get drunk and turn looks in peace. Who knows, maybe I'll find a cute go-go boy to call my own. The American dream. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of a penis. Now if you'll excuse me, darling, I've got some stress spiraling to do. I will steal this sperm today. I will steal this sperm today. I will steal this sperm today. Is it after midnight already? Jesus, he startled me. Late night swing set pep talk time? Just giving myself that Annette Benning confidence boost, yeah. You'll be fine. Not sure you're right, but thanks. You don't need to be sure. I'm sure. Your plan is held together by spit and good intentions, but somehow it's sort of idiot-proof. You're just saying that to make me feel better. That's true. You know, the pep talk doesn't work I'm you... kidding. Sorry. When you spend too much time on the internet, your interpersonal skills get a little... whatever. Mind if I join you? I know you're not big on disclosure or whatever, but... Why are you doing this, Eve? I mean, if it's not for the money... You're right. Should I peace out? Oh my god, no! Christ, don't scare me like that. This is, for sure, the dumbest thing I've ever done. I need all the help I can get. And yet you didn't want to bring this Edward Lewis in on it? What? How do you know about Eddie? I do my homework. Look, this might be the dumbest thing you've ever done, but it's nowhere near the dumbest thing I've ever done. And what was that? Iraq. Oh. Wow. You served? Yes, I did. More than just a Luke's, I'm guessing. <laughs> Sorry. Computer stuff, or...? Mm, no. Gun stuff. Did you ever... What? Kill anyone? Yeah. Is that gauche to ask? Yeah. 
yeah, you did, or yeah, it's ghost? Both. Okay, woof. I'm sorry. These things happen. I was part of a certain system, and I helped make a mess. And now I want to help clean it up by working outside that system. If I can, I'm not saying I want to just burn it all down, but... You want to burn it all down? I don't not want to burn it all down, sure. But show me a queer person who doesn't want to burn it all down, and I'll show you a gay Republican. You said a mouthful, sister. (laughs) Judy, I'm not your sister. You hardly know me. I know, but it's, you know, a term of endearment. Here's the thing. You're worried about the job tomorrow because you've never done anything like it before. And you've never seen anyone like you do anything like it before, right? Sure. Well, some of us don't get to see people like us do anything. And the only way we know we can do it is because we get up every morning and we do it. You will steal that sperm today. This is the final boarding call for the Stellar Coastline train from Seattle to San Francisco, departing momentarily. Well, sorry, my allergies today are just nuts. Testing, testing. Everybody online? Yes. Present. Yes. Yes. Go for Sam. Love it. Eve, you're in position. Seated near the sleeper cars. Toby, you're behind the bar. Can't super duper talk right now. Washingtonians love to drink on trains, but they do be tipping handsomely. Sam, you guys are on the road? That's a big 10-4 from us. Ben? Yeah, hon? Don't. Perfect. The agents should be aboard by now. Jack, just let us know when you see them board. They've boarded, but I don't have eyes on the briefcase yet. Here we go. So far, so good. Shit. Oh. That doesn't sound good. Ben. What is it? Why shit? There are two briefcases. What? There's only supposed to be one. Yeah, I know. I don't know what to tell you, but there are two agents, and they're each handcuffed to a briefcase. (sighs) Shit. Not great. Okay, everybody chill. Jack, can you describe them? Uh, silver. Sort of ribbed. Keypad next to the handle. Not the briefcase. It's the agents. Oh, right. Well, they look like basically... Cookie-cutter federal agents. One of them is sort of strawberry blonde. The other one is a brunette. Can men be brunette? What? I don't know. I guess I just never hear men described that way. There's no reason a man couldn't be a brunette, though. Hey, Sam? Yeah? Turn off Ben's earpiece for me. Okay. Hey. Okay, so we have blonde and brunette. This shouldn't be a problem if they both have six samples, right? I don't think that's what this is. One of the briefcases is probably a decoy. The seed registry wouldn't take extra chances by shipping more samples than absolutely necessary. So how do we know which agent has the samples and which one has the decoy? Wait, wait, Judy, they're rolling towards you right now. And, okay, yeah, I see them. They're seated a few rows up. Uh, So what's the deal? What can you see? One of them is blonde. Yes, right? We got that. Can you tell which one has the real briefcase? I don't know. They look exactly the same to me. Well, you better pick one because it looks like they're headed for the bar cart, like, right now. Isn't that a little early? Quiet. They're walking right by me. Maybe I can pick up on something. Sandy just started walking. Well? I got nothing. We really don't have enough of that drug for two doses. Can I split the dosage between them to cover our bases? That'll just make them both groggy. There's no point. I have some melatonin in my bag. Not good enough. Judy, you have to pick. Which one has the real briefcase? Blonde or brunette? I'm thinking, give me a sec. 
blonde is slightly younger, I think, so probably not as experienced and therefore less likely to have the samples. Or maybe he's more likely to have them because you didn't trust a more physically capable agent with the goods. So it's Brunette? But Brunette's jacket doesn't fit quite right. Those things are standard issue, so that means he hasn't been keeping up with basic Secret Service uniform maintenance, implying a degree of carelessness you wouldn't want for a job like this. So, blonde? That being said, Brunette is not particularly handsome, whereas blonde possesses a sort of conventional attractiveness that can open doors for someone over the course of their whole life, leading to a kind of laissez-faire attitude towards both work and personal life, causing someone to just drift from opportunity to charmed opportunity without ever developing an aptitude for anything in particular. Wow. It's Brunette. Are you sure? 100%. Trust me. This is my thing, remember? How do you- Did you get that, Toby? Slip the sleeping agent into the drink for Brunette. Hi, can I have a vodka, please? Can I get a vodka martini? Dirty. Coming right up. Thank you. Just out of curiosity, why did you opt to impersonate a female bartender? Because I am more convincing as a lady. And there you go, gentlemen. Thanks so much for choosing the Stellar Coastline today. And as always, we appreciate and cherish your custom. Thank you. Laying it on a bit thick, sweetie, no? They're moving back to their seats. Now what? Now we wait for them to go to sleep, and then I get my cat burglar on. Anne Hathaway or Halle Berry? Michelle Pfeiffer! Arthur Kitt! Hello? Cat burglar, not cat woman. Ladies, please. The agents look tired already. I think you're projecting. and all food and drink service will be suspended until tomorrow morning. Please enjoy the rest of your... <laughs> Sorry. The rest of your evening on the Stellar Coastline. All right, Judy, are you in position? Yep. Eve, this key card should open Brunette's sleeper car, correct? That's right. Nice and easy. Get in, enter the code on the briefcase, swap the samples, and get out. Judy? Yeah? You got this. I'm in. Okay. Do you see the briefcase? Yes, it's still handcuffed to him. That's okay. He should be totally out. I am grabbing the briefcase. The password is 202069. Nice. Shut up, Toby. Yes! Excellent! Amazing! Fuck! What's wrong? It's empty. I picked the wrong guy. Ah!